I think Joe Biden needs some new comedy writers. Or maybe no comedy writers. Maybe that's the way to handle a national tragedy, is not to make jokes about it every single day, consistently, that aren't funny. Anyway, what? I'm just a thought. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and I'm live in Louisville, Kentucky, where we landed yesterday for our bourbon tour. And we're going to have, man, we're going to have so much more on that. I have to tell you, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those weekends. Yesterday, you know what I had for lunch? Bourbon. You know what I'm having for breakfast today? Bourbon. And then uh, tomorrow, I think, um, I think we're having, I think we're going to change up a little bit. We're going to have small batch bourbon for breakfast and lunch. And then Saturday, it's just, uh, it's just bourbon palooza. As we get on the bus and we drive through bourbon country with a whole bunch of Kate, there's a whole bunch of Catriots. Like I, we got a couple dozen Catriots from all over the country, from Ohio, from Jacksonville, Florida, from Pennsylvania, from Arizona. I mean, they came from all over the country to join us here in bourbon um, country for this, for this trip. And I have to tell you, I'm very, I'm very, very excited about it. And these are just some of the best people I've ever met. So nice. We had such a great time at dinner, kicking off this tour and it's just going to get better and better and better and better. Um, and, but like I, well, like I said, I still want to keep in touch with you guys and bring you all the information you need to know, the inspiration, let you know how the, how the country is being destroyed by the people who are destroying it and, um, and all that other good stuff. So let's kick it off, shall we? Oh, before we kick it off yesterday, we, uh, we launched our new poll. I don't know if you've taken this poll yet. If you go to markkshow.com, that's markkshow.com. If you go there, you can uh, be part of our brand new poll. The question we ask, very simple, it's a very simple question. We had, um, we had a guy call in, <clears throat> pardon me, as I choke on bourbon. Uh, we had a guy call in a couple weeks ago, and he said to me, he's like, Mark K, man, I'm, I don't know what to do. And I said, dude, what's wrong? He's felt very, it sounded very distraught. And I thought, you know, oh my God, am I gonna, is he like on the, on the edge? What am I going to have to do? Um, but I said, uh, I said, what's wrong? And he said, I love Donald Trump so much. He was my guy. In 2016, I voted for him. Loved what he did as president, voted for him again in 2020. Loved him, you know, to this day, he's been done wrong and he's my guy and he's the number one. But I just don't know when it comes time to vote in the primary, do I support Donald Trump again? Is he going to be able to beat Joe Biden or whoever they put up there? Because let's face it, Joe Biden may not make it. And we have some information about that here in just a minute. Uh, I I just don't know. Like, if I vote for Donald Trump to win the primary, can he win the general election? Is it a throwaway vote? Should I vote for DeSantis? And it's a common question. It's a common concern people have. They want to make sure that they're not only uh, voting for the person they love the most and who they support the most and who they think is the best person for the job, but also a big part of that job is getting the job. And when it comes down to a general election, you know, the media will tell you Donald Trump loses in the suburbs. Donald Trump, suburban women hate the guy. Donald Trump, the independents will flee from him. Uh, you know, you look at all these poll numbers and sure his base is strong and he's winning against with the uh, Latinos rather and with African-Americans, but can he win enough votes for the entire country? Um, or is somebody like Ron DeSantis better suited for that particular task? Would Ron DeSantis be the one who can go in there and whoop a butt in the general election, which let's be honest, that's a whole other podcast. I know how to win the general election. And as we get closer to the general election, we'll delve into that a little bit more. Um, but anyway, so that's the poll that was, and I said, we should do a poll. We'll figure it out. What is, what is most, what are most people thinking at this juncture? Are you thinking Donald Trump is great, but I feel like I should support Ron DeSantis or are you thinking Donald Trump is great and I'm going to support Donald Trump. And, uh, if you go to markkshow.com right now, you can take the poll markkshow.com, M-A-R-K-K-Y-E-S-H-O-W.com. And we'll be tracking this and monitoring it. And we'll make sure that we get all, um, we'll make sure that we get all the results 
uh, tabulated and, and keep track of it from now through election day because because it's super uh, it's super important and it's information we want to know. And this poll is, by the way, Russian bot proof. We've Russian bot proofed it. We there's no way Antifa can go in and like multiple vote. Uh, you've got to have an, an actual real secure email address to make sure that you're voting. So um, it's not one of those. It's not one of those bogus fake news polls. This is like one of those Mark K show real news polls that I'm very excited about. MarkKShow.com. All right. So back to Joe Biden. So um, the other day we it, we went into length. Pardon me while I sip my free hotel coffee. Also, something something really something really scary happened to me in the hotel last night. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, we went into we went into um, at length the other day. The information and the issue about Joe Biden being pretty much a terrible guy, not just a bad president, but just now a terrible guy. The guy is terrible. This guy jokes about everything. He jokes about things he shouldn't joke about when there's, pardon me, kids getting shot and killed in Nashville. What does he do? He goes down and talks about Jenny's ice cream. He's like, oh, Jenny's ice cream is my favorite. I got it. We played those clips ad nauseum. I don't need to play them for you again. But he was out on the White House lawn just two days afterward. And reporters, you know, they like to they like to follow him out on the White House lawn and they ask him questions and listen to not the question, because the question was it's tough to hear. I'll narrate it for you. But listen to Joe Biden's answer to this question. This is about a mass murder by a transgender individual who was shot and killed by police. God love him. And this transgender individual, before they were shot and killed by police, killed three nine year old children, Christian children at a Christian school along with school administrators, the head of the school, another school administrator, a custodian, all of whom tried to get in their way or his way or its way, whatever. Um, And eventually the police rushed in and and took him out. But listen to Joe Biden's answer to this question. I want to play it for you here. Okay, that's tough to hear. The question was, do you believe Christians were targeted at this school? Which they were. The question is to Joe Biden, do you believe that? I I have no idea. I have no idea. So Joe Biden, the president of the United States, says, I have no idea. I have no idea if Christians were targeted. I have no idea. Really, probably that. I mean, he's probably half right. Let's be honest. The information that they allow Joe Biden to have is probably, it's very little. It's on a need-to-know basis. There's other people calling the shots, that kind of thing. So he may not even know. He may not know that this manifesto exists saying, I'm going to kill Christians, basically. He may not know that this school was targeted because it's a Christian-based school. He may not know anything about this alleged um, day of vengeance, the transgender day of vengeance that's coming up. He may not know anything about that. Um, And again, when Joe Biden says, I have no idea, you kind of have to believe him, uh, which is bad because he's the president. He should be... He should be the top dog on all of this. But listen to what happens next. The guy brings up Josh Hawley, okay, who is the uh, senator from Missouri. Listen carefully. Josh Hawley believes they were. What are you saying about that? So the question there was, well, Josh Hawley believes they were. What do you say to that? Listen to what Joe Biden says to that. Well, I probably don't then. I'll be doing that. No, I have no idea. He says, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing at the idiot in charge of the country. Uh, he says, if Josh Hawley does, then I probably don't. <laughs> Just joking. Okay. So again, again, this is a, this is the line of questioning. Do you believe that nine-year-old children were targeted for murder because they're Christian? Joe Biden says, I don't know anything about that. The reporter says, Josh Hawley believes that true. And Joe Biden says, well, then I probably don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Or just joking. 
which um, again, you know, there's a time and a place for joking. Uh, Joe Biden thinks it's every, I've learned this the hard way too, because I joke all the time. I mean, I've joked in places where it's inappropriate, but again, I'm not the president of the United States, nor will I ever be. And that's one of the true blessings about being Canadian, because when you're, you know, when you're a politician, when you're a politician of any kind, except Donald Trump, I'd point out, you have to avoid being your natural self from time to time. When you're a politician of any kind, except Donald Trump, you need to, there's times when you're not allowed to, or you, it's advised that you not act the way you would typically act. You have to be more presidential. You have to be more political. You have to act like a politician. You have to put on airs. Luckily, being Canadian and not ever having the opportunity to raise myself up to the highest, uh, you know, the highest office in the land, I don't have to worry about any of that. I can be inappropriate whenever I want. I could make off-color jokes or say something in a, you know, at the wrong time. I can say something that makes people cringe or feel awkward. In fact, sometimes I go out of my way to do that. <laughs> sometimes I know something is going to make people go, ooh, you shouldn't have said that, or oh, you too soon, too soon. My two favorite words. Here are my two, ready? Here are my two favorite words in the United, in the entire, there's a couple of them. I love when people say, you know, um, I love when people say, uh, yo, free bourbon. That's a good one because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that flowing around here. I love when people say, uh, you know, what else is you're great. That's another one, right? And then of course, too soon, because when somebody says too soon to me, I know that I've really, I kind of hit that mark and just uh, twisted and I love it. But again, I'm not the leader of the free world. Joe Biden's supposed to be a leader. He's supposed to be somebody that's bringing someone to some people together. He's also supposed to be a Christian. I mean, this guy touts his Catholicism like there's no, like it's nobody's business. Joe Biden, you know, he wears his Catholicism on his sleeve the way, well, you know, the rock wears muscles on his sleeve or the way, you know, people wear sleeves on there. I don't even know a good, but he just, he always touts how he's such a great Catholic and he goes to church all the time and he just loves everybody and he's a uniter. He's not a uniter. Some, a legitimate question, were Christians targeted in this violent, murderous attack? Christian school children at their Christian school on church grounds gunned down by a crazed transgender killer. Joe Biden, do you believe they're targeted? I don't know. Josh Hawley does. Well, then I don't. Just kidding. I mean, think about that for a second. Think about what he's really saying there. Think about how, think about just how disgusting that whole thing is. And then think about the election in 2024 and who, uh, and who you're going to vote for. Um, that's, that's something that's really, that's something that we really have to, uh, we have to pause and we have to look at. Now, there's a couple of other things going on today. First of all, General Joy, Lloyd Austin. And this, look, let me, let me explain some about issues because people are like, why are you making this an issue? Every, the, the right is making this an issue. Why is the, the, the Republicans are going to continue to attack transgender people and it's going to be just an issue? And that's not necessarily the case. That's not, that's not necessarily the case. Issues don't stem from one party or another. Issues arise, okay? Issues arise. Um, issues come up because they are, they're issues. The fact that the uh, transgender community is lashing out against Christians and against, I don't even know what you call them. Do you call them straight people? Do you call them normal people? I'm sure if I call them normal people, then this is, if you're like, there's transgender people and then there's normal people. I mean, I don't know. I don't know a different way to describe it. Just regular gender people or what's the opposite of trans singular. They call them. Oh, cisgender. Is that what they call them? Well, whatever. Um, but anyway, there there's, it's, it's a new line drawn in the sand. Uh, for example, the trans day of vengeance. Okay. 
There is a trans day, a transgender activist group planning a trans day of vengeance outside the U.S. Supreme Court. It's supposed to happen on Saturday. Now, listen to what this says. Trans day of vengeance. Okay? Not trans day of, of prayer, trans day of coming together and holding hands, trans day of solidarity. No, trans day of vengeance. And they put vengeance in pink which I guess is supposed to, well, it's weird. Okay, so this is where it's weird because there's pink and blue on the, on the flyer. It says Trans Day of Vengeance and Vengeance is in pink. It says Stop Trans Genocide. Then it says Trans Day of Vengeance again where the vengeance is in blue. And I thought pink and blue were colors that the trans community just did not accept. I thought pink and blue were just, those were just too basic. Those, that's like basic colors. Like if you do the pink and blue, you're, that's just basic. Blue for boys and pink for girls. You're part of the problem. You're just, you're just propagating this whole notion that there's only two genders when there's multiple genders and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, but anyway, so they're planning this Trans Day of Vengeance. Now, that is an issue. Uh, it's an issue so much so that people on Twitter, a lot of people on Twitter, thousands of people on Twitter, started sharing this placard about the Trans Day of Vengeance. And they were like, look, we need to make sure that these trans people don't gather outside the Supreme Court on Saturday and start killing people. They should not enact their vengeance on the world because, first of all, the world hadn't done anything to them. And second of all, that's not really how we do things in the United States of America. Uh, New York Post reports the Washington, D.C. rally, which is being organized by the Trans Radical Activist Network, or TRAN for short, has already been in the work, uh, had already been in the works prior to when Hale, who's the, uh, the killer, um, and um, the lunatic, psychopath, transgender killer, we'll call her that, uh, who attacked the Covenant School on Monday in Nashville. The name of the protest sparked criticism from some in the wake of the massacre. It prompted Twitter, Elon Musk's Twitter, to start deleting tweets that featured a poster promoting the event amid fears it was inciting violence. Organizers, however, have insisted that's not the case, saying in a statement on their website, this protest is about unity, not inciting violence. Hmm. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time somebody yelled out, I'm seeking vengeance? or I'm coming for my vengeance, or I will bring my vengeance upon you. And it was a peaceful, it was a peaceful uh, protest. <laughs> when was that, when was that a unifying? When did you ever think that was a unifying thing? I don't think, I don't think ever. Uh, but that's what they're, that's their story. And they're gonna, that's their story. And they're sticking to it. Um, so Saturday, Supreme Court Trans Day of Vengeance. And a lot of people believe that this whole Trans Day, Day of Vengeance they believe that this was the root or the idea that led Audrey Hale to go in there and kill kids, Christian kids, pardon me, to kill Christian kids. Um, and so these issues don't just, they're not created by any one side. They're created by usually individuals or a group of individuals. This tran organization decided they were going to wreak havoc on, on non-trans people. Audrey Hale decided she was going to go in and kill non-trans Christian people, did it. Now it's an issue. And as much as you try to blame the right or you try to say Ron DeSantis hates gay people and trans people and he's blocking them in the state of Florida or the state of Tennessee doesn't want kids to become, you know, transgender or doesn't want them to, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, you know, transform or not trans. They're not transformers. What is it? Transition. That's what <laughs> transformers. Transformers are a little different. <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically, that's what we're getting to. We're getting into a battle of Autobots versus Decepticons. And this is not an issue created by the right. This was an issue created by the trans community. And now the right has to go out there and protect the kids. Matt Gates, think about this. Think about where we are, how big an issue this is, how dangerous an issue this is. 
Matt Gates, Republican congressman from Florida's first district, he was interviewing uh, Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin had to go to the Hill because, well, he's terrible. And he, he's the uh, Secretary of Defense, by the way. And he had to answer a bunch of questions about how terrible he is. And most importantly, the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. Listen to the line of questioning Matt Gates had to do, uh, get into with Lloyd Austin. I, I guess my question is, how much taxpayer money should go to fund drag queen story hours on military bases? You know, drag, drag queen story hours is not something that uh, the department funds. Well, wait a second. Uh, that's actually not what the record seems to suggest. You were going to fund one at Ramstein Air Force Base. That one got canceled, but that's DOD insignia. That's a drag queen story hour for children. Then also at uh, Malstrom Air Force Base outside of Great Falls, Montana, you had a, a drag queen story hour for kids. At the Joint Base Langley Eustis, you put on a drag queen story hour on a Saturday for the first ever kid-friendly diversity, equity, inclusion summer festival. And at Nellis Air Force Base, you had the drag you Nellis on June 17th. Who funded these things, Mr. Secretary? Listen, uh, drag shows and uh, are not something that the Department of Defense uh, supports or funds. But wait, why, why are they happening on military bases? I just, I just showed you the evidence. Why are they happening? I will say again, this is not something that we support or fund. Okay, so a little obfuscation there. I mean, it, it is something that they support and they fund. And it is something that needs to be addressed. And either uh, Lloyd Austin doesn't want to admit it, um, or Lloyd Austin doesn't know about it. And let's face it, probably both of those are true. But when you have the federal government using your money to fund drag shows, which propagate an idea that is anti-science, that is anti-Christian, that is anti-common friggin' sense, and then these same people that, you know, are, are attending these drag shows and, and performing these drag shows and organizing these drag shows are now organizing a day of vengeance in Washington, D.C., after a mass shooter killed kids for no other reason than they are Christian and Christians don't support transgenderism, well, it becomes an issue. So like I said, the Republicans haven't created an issue out of nowhere. This issue is uh, created by the community um, at large. Anyway, we'll get into more of this and we'll get into more of the other issues. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff we have to talk about too. Go to take our poll, markkshow.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E-S-H-O-W.com. Take our poll. We'd love to get your... We'd love to get your data. We'd love to hear what you think. And, uh, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to accumulate that poll and follow the results throughout the election. And, uh, and we'll bring you those results as we get them. In the meantime, I got to go drink some bourbon. And then I've got to set up for the show at noon, which we would love for you to join us for. Uh, don't forget to, don't forget, please um, subscribe or like or follow this podcast wherever you happen to be. I don't know. The, the buttons are different. Sometimes it says subscribe. Sometimes it says follow. Sometimes it says add to favorites. Whatever it is, do that. Because uh, that supports us and it helps us grow the show. And if we can grow the show together, then we can save the Republic together. And that's why we're here. I mean, I'm here to drink bourbon and save the Republic.